And now, a man who got not one, but two shout-outs from Donald Trump on Saturday night at Cipriani Wall Street. He's Sid Rosenberg. You know that, Sid, right? There is a slight difference. If you want, we can talk about it, but let's not bore the audience. And this... I could be indictment-proof right now. I don't think they can do it, Sid. I don't think they can do it. Is Sid and Friends in the Morning. Not even what I believe, it's what Americans believe. What do you believe? Because you're the one who's saying that. I worry about the fact that they are so focused on investigations and things that they don't like and focus on the past. When do you ever hear either one of them talk about the solutions of the future? I'm doing this because I don't want my kids to live like this. We have got to start looking forward. You've got a country in disarray. You've got a world on fire. And you're going to focus on people who hurt your feelings. You're going to focus on investigations that are involved with your families. You're going to focus on vengeance. With me, it's no drama. It's no vendettas. It's just hard work. And it's making sure we're not thinking four and eight years. We're thinking 20 and 30 years out. You don't want to go there on whether or not they're equally bad? I mean, if they were, if either one of them was good, I wouldn't be running. Yes, they are equally bad. That's why I'm running. Those crazy nights, I do remember. Yeah, she went there. There's, um, well, there's just nasty witch Nikki Haley. There was a time when I actually liked her. I hate her now. I mean, to me, she's Biden. No better. She actually said right there, you heard it on CNN yesterday. <laughs> Donald Trump and Joe Biden are equally as bad. So if you're a Republican, and some of you folks have come up to me in the streets of New York and told me I like Nikki Haley, and you still like her, you're a traitor. You're stupid and a moron because she's done nothing to deserve this nomination, let alone a real shot at the presidency. She's a backstabbing, no-good, neocon, basically moderate liberal, and you like her, I don't know why, because I guess it's chic to hate Trump these days. She actually compared Trump to Biden. That's all I need to know. Roger Stone does an amazing show. I, I love this guy. I do. He's on a four to six every Sunday. Brought me a couple of times. Every time he's on, he's great. So now I'll put him on regularly. Here he is, my friend Roger Stone. Roger, good morning. How are you, pal? Sid, I'm, it's great to be with you. Great to have you back, too. So, you know, I understand that, um, you know, and when you're going up against somebody, you say some stuff. I mean, certainly Donald Trump is not innocent of that. He's as guilty as anybody, uh, although he did retire the sanctimonious yesterday. But for Nikki Haley to actually equate Trump with Biden, and she's a quote-unquote Republican, I found it to be grotesque. What about you? Well, she didn't think he was so terrible when he appointed her to her job at the United Nations. You see, she couldn't get reelected in South Carolina because she raised gas taxes. She was extremely unpopular. Uh, the lieutenant governor, Henry McMaster, very good guy. You know where he was yesterday? Stumping New Hampshire, telling people how bad Dickie Haley is. Uh, she's an ingrate. She's not that bright. The truth is, when they appointed her U.N. ambassador, this is true, they had to bring in a globe to show her where the various countries around <laughs> the world were. I love that. Uh, and the Trump calls her bird brain. I kind of like that. But these days, I don't know, maybe we should call her hot pants, uh, <laughs> from, from what I read. <laughs> I know. And I tell you, you talk about how unpopular she is. So I'm uh, friendly with Nancy Mace, and uh, I spoke to Nancy yesterday, and 
Nancy on Twitter, uh, and by the way, Roger, thank you for tweeting out you're coming on with us. We appreciate that. But Nancy on Twitter put out this huge endorsement from Trump, a beautiful picture of her and the former president and a whole whole bunch of paragraphs. And she's actually, well, she calls herself a friend of Nikki. They're in the same state, South Carolina. Tim Scott, who calls himself a friend of Nikki, he's in the same state, South Carolina. Neither one of them are endorsing her. They're both endorsing him. What does that say for Nikki? Well, you got the governor of South Carolina's poster, the lieutenant governor, every single member of the cabinet, the the Republican leader in both the state house and the state senate. Now, every single one of them has endorsed Donald Trump over Nikki Haley. You know, the sad part is she's just being used here. I mean, is it incidental that this guy Reed Hoffman? The guy who financed the E. Jean Carroll defamation suit yes. against Donald Trump, the woman who claims that you know, he molested her in a raped her in a Bergdorf Goodman dressing room. Ridiculous, first of all, ridiculous. Uh, he's the guy who financed that lawsuit. He visited Epstein's Island several times. He's a big donor to the Democratic Party. He gave two hundred and fifty thousand to Nikki Haley. What's that tell you? Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. That's all you need to know. I mean, basically, and I got to tell you, man, you know this, Roger, because you listen to this program. I never gave her or Ron a chance. I keep saying it over and over again. I'm annoying the audience, but I don't care. And I know you and Bannon both agree. The day that Donald Trump stepped foot in East Palestine, Ohio, while Biden was mugging for pictures with Zelensky in Ukraine, was the day he won. Even before the indictments, which makes it better for Donald, I admit it. But the day he went to Ohio months ago, nine months ago, I said, it's over, he won. I never took DeSantis seriously. I never took Haley seriously. And to watch the media pump her up and talking for weeks about the job she's going to do in New Hampshire... Roger, if she wins New Hampshire, it means nothing. She's going to get blown out in South Carolina, but she's not even going to win New Hampshire. She's down 19 points this morning. Yeah, I, I think he, I think Trump takes New Hampshire by 20 points. Uh, and I, you're right. I think South Carolina uh, will be uh, an even bigger blowout. The real question is this. After Reagan won New Hampshire, and then he won South Carolina, and he was rolling, long past the time he had enough votes to be nominated, George H.W. Bush hung in there because he still had money in the bank, and he continued to compete. He actually picked up a couple late small state primaries, meaningless, because Reagan had the votes, but Bush was hanging on trying to be vice president. I think Nikki might try that. Just be an annoyance. Just hang in there because she's still got money in the bank. Uh, but I would bet you my bottom dollar there will not be a Trump Nikki Haley ticket. Zero, chance. zero, <laughs> no, zero. Chance. You know, I, you know, I've heard the same thing. She'll stick around, but you know, unlike Bush and um, Reagan, she's out there every day killing Trump. And she has really turned off Republican voters like me again to the point where I used to like her. Now I can't stand her. 
So don't you think, Rogers, as long as she stays in this and continues to badmouth our guy Trump, that she runs the risk of destroying any real potential of winning something big in the future? I think she's probably politically done. Look, she said she was inspired to get into politics by Hillary Clinton. She said she didn't even know if she was a Republican or a Democrat, but she went to a speech by Hillary, and she was so inspired, inspired she got into the race. Now suddenly she's talking about being discriminated against because she was a brown person. I looked her in this morning's paper. She doesn't look very brown to me. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, it's just, I mean, it, it just seems to me whatever pops into her head, she, in all honesty, she she's not that bright. She she was never considered that bright in politics. She's not up to being president or vice president. And right now she's being used by the Democrats, as you know, Sid, in New Hampshire, one of the few states in the country where non-Republicans can vote in the Republican primary. And you got Chris Sununu, the uh, the liberal Republican governor. Uh, he's about, uh, you remember that old saying, Will Rogers never met a man he didn't like? Well, yes. he never met Chris Sununu. <laughs> this, guy is a, this guy is a pompous jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he, he, they're working very hard to get non-Republicans who are going to vote for Joe Biden in the general election into into today's primary to vote for Nikki Haley. What does that tell you? It's all manipulation. Well, you did mention the potential Trump-Haley ticket, and Donald Trump said, nah, 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 uh, just in case you folks thought that DeSantis may end up on the ticket, nah, 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 or you thought that Haley may end up on the ticket, nah, 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 but... We are getting close to that time. We're going to find out who could be on that ticket. And that's a discussion I want to have with you, Roger, when we get back. Who does Roger Stone think will be the running mate for Donald Trump when he officially wraps up the Republican nomination, which is not if, but when. It's inevitable. More with the great Roger Stone right after this. WABC. Ooh, little Rolling Stones. Come on, Louie, baby. You know, I love myself a little Rolling Stones here. It is the Stones, right? <laughs> yeah. By the way, coming up, uh, still on the show, my personal rabbi at my shul, the West End shul in the Ponset, Rabbi Rebecca Epstein will be here. Jill Zarin, former New York housewife turned entrepreneur. She's great, doing a lot with Israel. Rudy Giuliani and Lee Zeldin both next hour. But 
Want to continue the conversation right here with the great Roger Stone, four to six on Sundays. And you brought up that uh, Nikki Haley will not be on the ticket. You're right, she won't be. No, I know from our mutual friend Frank Morano that you're a big Tulsi Gabbard fan. So am I. I love Tulsi. I love Elise Stepanek. I love others. But gun to the head, Roger, because Trump has intimated he's already made his decision. Not who you'd like to see, Tulsi Gabbard. Who do you think Donald Trump is going to pick? Well, first of all, Sid, I say, if Donald Trump took Nikki Haley, he'd need a food taster. Let's let's face it. <laughs> uh, you're funny, you know, man. God, you, you know, you're actually really funny, too. Not just smart, but funny, Roger Stone. Richard Nixon once told me that when you're looking for a running mate for vice president, don't look for somebody who can help you. Just look for somebody who doesn't hurt you. Right. Uh, and you actually named my top two favorite candidates. I love Elise Stefanik. This woman, she was on my WABC radio show, I guess it was two Sundays ago. She is tough as nails. Uh, most politicians try to avoid controversy, whether it's fighting anti-Semitism uh, on the Ivy League campuses or whether it's filing formal complaints about the judges who are screwing Rudy Giuliani over. Uh, this woman is really tough, uh, and uh, that fits the Trump style. I think she would be great. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, I mean, come on, yeah, Iraq War veteran, lieutenant colonel in the in the U.S. Army Reserve, championship surfer, former Democrat, now an independent. We need Democrats to win this election. I think she's got a nice appeal to uh, millennials. She'd be terrific. Very attractive, but not so attractive that women hate her. You know right. what I mean? In right. other words, women voters don't like a gorgeous woman. It's just a, a sad fact. Uh, she's very, very attractive, but she's not threatening to women. I think she. I think she'd be terrific. Uh, Tucker Carlson would be my emotional choice. He's been a friend of mine for thirty years. I really don't think he wants to do it. I think he would do it if the president asked him to do, do, do it. Do you think the president is, is even considering him? Uh, you know, if the president has a short list, he's keeping it to himself. Uh, I talked to him uh, Sunday. Change the kind of guy he is. He's campaigning in New Hampshire. Somebody tells him that my my sister's son, my nephew, died last week of a fentanyl dose, I'm 38 sorry. years old. Sorry. It, it's awful. It's awful. Yeah. And it's Joe Biden's open border policies. But the president hears this. He calls me and my wife to see how we're doing. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, I mean, he, the guy is he is such a good guy. Uh, uh, and and I, he didn't want to get into it. If he has a short list, it's in his it's only in his mind. He hasn't shared it with anyone else. He's a showman, as you know, the best. So maybe he has chosen someone. But if, as long as he doesn't tell anybody who that is, he has a chance to change his mind right up until July. Right. Exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, and it's very hard. You got to find somebody who who is totally acceptable to your base, doesn't upset anybody in your base, the MAGA people who've hung with him, but also allows you to bring somebody new to the table. I'm not sure who that person is yet. I'm really not. 60 seconds to go, Roger. You uh, said on this show, and I've mentioned you about a thousand times since, that you were pretty sure, almost cocksure, that uh, Joe Biden would not be the Democrat candidate. Instead, Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama, Gavin Newsom, that's going to be the Democrat ticket, and I've mentioned that to everybody since you said it. And I would tell you that about 95% of my guests, very smart people like you, agreed with you. But I've noticed the last couple of days, for some reason, I don't know why, 
They seem to be backing off. Now, when I first asked you about that, that was when Obama, Michelle, was on that podcast. So she was out there, but now she's gone quiet again. Are you still relatively confident that Obama will be the Democrat candidate and not Biden? Or are you also now kind of maybe thinking twice? I, I, I stick 100 percent to my prediction. I noticed yesterday that Bill O'Reilly had a column in which he said the same thing. Cindy Adams had two columns this week in which she said the same thing. Uh, and here's how it's going to work. Joe is going to roll up the nomination because they've cleared the field for him. They say we're against democracy, but they won't let anybody run against Joe in the Democratic primaries and caucuses. He's going to get to Chicago with enough delegates to be nominated. And shortly before the convention, he's going to announce that for reasons of health, not to mention the fact that his son may be going to the slammer, (laughs) that he's not going to run again. He's not resigning, but he's not going to run again. And by the way, as as you're setting this whole thing up, According to our last conversation, all this has already been told to him by Barack Obama at a lunch a couple of weeks ago, yes? I believe that that is the case. Now, he throws it open to the convention. The convention will choose anyone they want. They'll go to Michelle Obama. She'll say, oh, no, 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 please. No, 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 please. I really don't want it. No, no, I can't possibly do it. No, thank you. All right, I'll do it. That's how it's going to go down. (laughs) No, 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 thank you. No, thank you. All right, I'll do it. And that's going to be it, huh? It's going to be Michelle Obama. Uh, I, I stick to my prediction. Michelle Obama. Uh, and then uh, they they have to handle their Kamala Harris problem because she doesn't have dementia, but she makes less sense than Joe. <laughs> I mean, so uh, they got to get her out of the way. They promised her a seat on the U.S. Supreme Court. If we win the, the presidency, we continue to control the Senate. She's confirmable. She's a former Attorney General of the state uh, of California. Uh, I think that, that that's the way they manage that problem. I think you're right, unfortunately. And, and my uh, my board guy here, Lou, my uh, partner in crime, my sidekick, was like, oh, my God, wait, Kamala, Supreme Court? But I think you're right. I mean, she's the VP. they got to offer her something big, and uh, that's a big deal. And I guess uh, if they did that, you're, you're saying that Gavin Newsom would be her running mate, Yes. Yes, because he can dip into big money, not only family money of his own, because, you know, he's a Getty, he's loaded, but the special interest money available to him as a governor of California. So the Obamas will make him buy it. Believe me, he's going to have to come in with six, seven hundred, eight hundred million dollars. But 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 and they cannot in their party, in all honesty, they cannot they cannot, you know, they cannot nominate a, a white guy when. When Kamala Harris is next in line, by right. every normal measure, the vice president would be next in line. So they can't snub her uh, except for Michelle Obama, a far more popular, less controversial uh, uh, candidate. You know, she still continues to be one of the first or second or third most respected women in the country. Uh, she has no political track record to attack. She's never been in political office. She'd be a very, very formidable candidate. People who make jokes about it, making a big mistake. She'd be, she'd be tough. I think Trump will beat her, but she'd be tough. Uh, I, as a Republican, as a Trump supporter, I'd rather see a rematch. Me I too. really would. Me too. I'm dying to see a Biden-Trump debate. That would be <laughs> yeah. the debate for the yeah. ages. No, you're right. That would be entertaining, and I know he'd beat Biden. Obama scares the hell out of me. I don't care what people say. They're being stupid. She uh, she does check all the boxes, all of them, and uh, she can beat them. And that scares the hell out of me. Roger Stone, you heard it again, folks, right here. Trump 
will go up against Obama and Newsom. Four to six every Sunday afternoon. You are absolutely terrific, Roger Stone. Thank you again for another great appearance. We'll do it again very soon, buddy. Thank you. Be safe in Israel, my friend. Please be safe. Oh, thank you for that. I love Roger Stone, man. I love him. Be safe in Israel. Roger Stone, folks, he really is brilliant. Check him out. He does a great show. Four to six every Sunday.